The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It's election season. It's also uh, this season, pothole <laughs> season. If you've hit one hard or had a vehicle damaged because of them, you know all too well that uh, it is pothole season. Now, while things were delayed this year because of the cold, February is turning into a <laughs> bumper crop of potholes on city streets. With more, we're joined by Eduardo Soso, the Director of Infrastructure Maintenance for the City. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, how are you? Really good, thanks. So just how bad, because <laughs> we're hearing from a lot of folks, how do you rate this year's pothole season? How bad is it compared to others? You know what? Uh, this year we are having uh, an early spring uh, with this uh, very nice weather uh, uh, in March. But actually, uh, potholes, uh, they come back every year, and uh, they are part of the natural mm-hmm. uh, freeze and thaw cycles that, you know, unfortunately our roads uh, go through in places where we have harsh winters, like, like here in Edmonton. Um, this year so far, we have filled around 18,000 potholes. 18,000? So, yeah, yeah 18,000. Actually, within the last week, we have done 8,000 potholes. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, we've, we, we're working 24-7 uh, to keep our road conditions uh, in good shape. Uh, we, uh, we don't like potholes as much as everybody uh, <laughs> uh, in the city uh, don't like them. You know, uh, they, they are uh, a safety hazard, uh, can create property damage. So we truly encourage our residents to, uh, to be careful driving, uh, and if they see one, Please uh, let us know. So you can use the 311 app. Of course, you need to, not while you are driving, uh, but you can use the app after, or you can phone 311. You know, you can, uh, you know, safely dial 311 and phone us and report um, a pothole. Uh, we have uh, inspectors, we have city crews out on the street, and, you know, they see them and they uh, also. Um, uh, and they, uh, you know, take note of them to go back. But uh, we have uh, uh, we have hundreds and thousands of eyes out there. So if you can let us know uh, where you see them, uh, we will be uh, on top of it to repair them. So, Eduardo, uh, I have to ask, sure. though, uh, if I may interrupt. Yeah? Uh, so potholes are not an Edmonton problem. They're a North American problem. A lot of people are blaming, you know, calcium chloride or design or... But none of that's true, is it? Well, if, if you look at how potholes are created, so basically whenever you have any type of, you know, water, moisture, or humidity getting uh, into, the, in, into the asphalt, uh, and then freeze initially overnight when the temperature drops, then, um, then you have that expansion, you know, from the, from the water turning into ice. And then when you have a vehicle driving over that spot where the water infiltrated, then you have the, uh, the, the, the asphalt are getting loose and then creating a hole. Uh, so, you know, they are truly uh, a product of, of the, our, our winters and how we have so many freeze and thaw cycles. Uh, yeah, and what, what we truly need uh, is our residents, you know, to call us so, as soon as they see them so that we can fix them. Um, we, uh, we in, in the city, we are very lucky to have our own actual plant so that we, we produce our own material 24-7 to go out and, and fix them. And, and every year we do about, you know, almost half a million potholes uh, overall. Eduardo, when you fill a pothole, well, when your crews fill a pothole, um, is that just 
a temporary fix? Is it a permanent fix? And if it's not a permanent fix, is there a way to do a permanent fix? Yeah, so when we repair potholes, the, 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 the fix is supposed to be permanent. And it's supposed to be. Why. It's supposed to be permanent. So this is why we use hot mixed asphalt. Now, sometimes the temperatures are really low, and because safety, uh, the safety of our residents is number one, we do go and we use uh, some other type of materials that, like uh, cold mix, for, for example, which is another type of asphalt. Um, and, and, and those, those fixes, uh, depending on the type of asphalt and, and the temperature, they, they could be temporary. But what we do in any temporary type of patching is that, uh, we, we record them and whenever the temperature allows for, uh, for us to put hot mix, uh, hot mix asphalt, then we will go right back and fix it. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 part of me wonders how they could be permanent, but we'd all want them to be of permanent, course, yeah. right? Uh, Eduardo, yeah, do, you, sure. do you happen to know, do you have a, a figure as to, on average, what it costs per pothole to fix them in Edmonton? Yeah, good good question. So actually, we, we track that um, on a weekly basis. And, uh, you know, as much as we think potholes being a very simple thing to do, uh, there is quite a bit of intelligence and work that goes kind of behind them to, making, to make them a good operation uh, to run. And, of course, you know, to, uh, to take care of those, you know, taxpayer dollars that are so, so valuable. So what uh, it costs around $10 a hole. Uh, and you know that's going you know average for like you know ten uh, bucks. Yeah, for, for for well, that's that's kind of for an average. You know, yeah, that's a good price. Room. Toronto uh, is twenty five bucks. They estimate. Well, uh, uh, and that's and part of it actually is you know the, the city uh, having their uh, you know our own uh, mm. actual plant, uh, our crews work you know uh, around the clock. We do all, all of this work. Uh, internally so we we do work hard to get to, to keep costs low for our residents eduardo i have to ask you this i heard uh, ryan uh, ryan jesperson our, our colleague here on six thirty, chad talking about uh hitting a hot a pothole quite badly a few years back blowing out a tire uh he reported it or he was hoping to get some money back from the city for it he was told he couldn't because the pothole hadn't been reported before how does that process work when it comes to if you hit a pothole and you have damage um, and then trying to get some uh, re, uh, reimbursement from the city, how does that work? Yeah, uh, good question. Uh, actually, you, you can go to our website, edmonton.ca, and go uh, to, to our report, uh, uh, to, to our claims area. And actually, uh, we can send the link over uh, in case you, you want your, your listeners to, uh, to know exactly where that is. Uh, and we'll be tweeting that also soon. Uh, but, but basically, uh, be, because the city owns so many assets, uh, you know, we own 11,000 kilometers uh, of roads. We own more than 6,000, uh, around five to 6,000 kilometers of, of sidewalks. Uh, we and, and every other municipality, we need to know about the hazard, you know, in, in order to be able to go and report it. And, and we, we do proactive inspections uh, so that we can minimize uh, the hazard. But uh, 
what what the city does so every time somebody puts a claim uh that goes to our risk management area and they are a completely independent area from from our area and 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 they do look at you know should the city pay claim uh you know uh is it a valid one uh and they they do uh, i think they do a fair job in terms of being, okay. you know uh fair uh, and 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 you know trying to reimburse uh, uh, the, the person, if the city needs to. Um, uh, and what we do, we basically provide feedback on, you know, when we were there, if we knew about it, if we, uh, if we fix it after. Um, so what I can tell you is, you know, uh, we think it is a fair process. Uh, we, uh, the, city do, uh, the, the city does need to know about uh, some of the hazards, but it's all uh, evaluated by, by an independent team here. Uh, there's a story out of the Chronicle Herald in Halifax uh, today or yesterday that the Nova Scotia Department of Transportation uh, and Infrastructure Renewal, that's a good title, is warning residents not to repair potholes themselves. Is that something you've ever run across, residents repairing them themselves? Well, uh, we, we had a, a well, we, we've seen many things uh, uh, in terms of portals and basically, you know, we, we do understand how much uh, uh, everybody hates portals, you know, like your, your car basically is your second biggest uh, investment and, you know, er- everybody hates one when you hit one of those, but um, safety is always number one. So, uh, and especially where, where we have high traffic areas. So we, uh, we do not want, uh, you know, anybody to be, uh, to be putting themselves uh, in a situation where their, you know, their safety could be uh, in danger. Uh, our crews, they are trained, you know, they are trained. Uh, we have good traffic uh, accommodation. So uh, the best thing to do is to phone 311, use the app, let us know uh, if it is a high traffic, a high volume area. Our goal, you know, is to be there right away. We've, we're working uh, you know, overnight uh, in high spirit areas so that we can get to them uh, as soon as we can. Uh, so, yeah, that will be our recommendation when it comes to that. So pretty much don't do it, is what you're saying. Don't do it. Let, well, let the professionals do it. <laughs> you know, call us, let us know, yeah. and for sure, we, okay. we are here to help. All so, right. Uh, yeah. Well, you have a busy season ahead of you, uh, Eduardo. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate you taking the time. Anytime. Thank you. Eduardo Sosa joining us this afternoon, the Director of Infrastructure Maintenance, uh, the City of Edmonton. So just so you know, again, that 311 app, I just downloaded it, so it's on my phone now. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it all the time. Yeah. Uh, last year, so in 2018, crews repaired 423,918 potholes. Wow. Uh, who's, who gets to keep track of that one, right? Um, <laughs> uh, that's an average of 1,100 a day based on ideal weather conditions. Um, the year before Four, it was uh, just over 419,000 potholes. Uh, again, he's expecting that they'll probably reach about um, a half a million this year. So if you wow. see one, use the app, report it. Yeah, you can take a picture of you it. Take a picture yeah. of it, report it. That's going to, you know, cover your, you know, well, it's just going to help everybody else. And if you happen to hit it again the next time. It'll help if you have to submit a claim. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you Google edmonton.ca and just put in claims, Mm -hmm. it pops up right... There you go. Nice and easy. Just that easy.
As we talk potholes this afternoon, Mike says, uh, having done asphalt repairs myself and my observations of how the ones I have seen the city crews do, there is better. Your guess was correct in quality of asphalt, but what is under the asphalt is critical to a permanent report, repair. And yeah, and if you look back and you go back over the years at the money that was spent on infrastructure mm-hmm. and the lack of money that was spent on right. infrastructure, that's one, of the, that's one of the problems that we're facing now. Plus, we do live in a freeze-thaw cycle. Well, exactly. I was uh, pleased to learn the average uh, cost. Ten bucks. Twenty-five bucks in uh, Toronto. We have... uh, Well, Craig's on the phone. Craig from Darwell. Hey, Craig. Hi, guys. How are you? Good, Good, thanks. Nice to hear from you. What's going on? I just... uh, In regards to the pothole repairs in that city, like, that's a never-ending process. I I have been putting asphalt down on the ground via screed and a paver for over 30 years. Wow. And... It depends on what's underneath the ground, uh, like your, your asphalt surface. And just throw that black stuff, stuff. in there <laughs> and uh, and hope for the best, you know. Like, it, unless you grind it down, key cut everything to a stable surface on either end of it, you're never going to get it any better. And drain it, you know. Standing water creates potholes. And they were talking about that. that. They were talking about the grind and pave work and how important uh, that that is in some of the articles we've been reading. You know, and I could go off on another tangent there when it comes to uh, grinding. Like they grind out way too much in that city. Like um, all you have to do is run a beam, and and you can profile a road with your grinder. Instead, us as a paving crew has to come in there, and all of a sudden um, we're filling in a four-inch hole to create crossfall on most of them streets in that town. And and they've already ground out two inches of it because a 50-mil lift is normally what you want. But if they, if they profiled the road with their grinder, A, they wouldn't spend as much money grinding. B, you wouldn't have as much removal and replacement. And C, I wouldn't look bad when I put an <laughs> invert in a street which shouldn't be there. It should be straight crossfall. You know, 2% is your your normal gradation for for uh, fall. Well, you're kind but, of talking a little Russian to us right now, uh, to be honest with well, you, with some of the tech terms. But what you're saying is that you think that there's better ways to do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you've been but doing- as far as potholes go, mm. just, you know, like, you know, they want to torch them out and then they want to oil them and then, you know, put it in there. But... It, when you're busting bumpers off your vehicle, yeah. just fill the put the put that <laughs> stuff in the hole and uh, and roll it. Get and all are good. Move on to the next one. Hmm. So thirty years you've been doing this. Do you still love the smell of that? I love the smell oh, of when you're doing yeah. the asphalt. I love the smell of that. It's one of those weird, like tar. Really? You don't plug your nose when you go by a, a oh. paving crew? No, I, I love no, the smell I, of I, it. My mother taught me I when I was it. a child that that will give you a great complexion. She used to get the kids to lean out the window to get that tar smoke in their face. <laughs> well, I've had my share of zits, but uh, I do get a good suntan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Craig. Appreciate it. You bet, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this was interesting. On the uh, on the provincial front, mm-hmm. on the provincial highway front today, uh, Elise Stolte from the Edmonton Journal did uh, an article today talking about uh, Alberta and and the fact that it now has a greater share of its highways in very poor condition than any other province in Canada. Right.
Right. And that's a problem because Alberta also has more highways. Listen to this stat because this yeah. was an eye-opener for me. Alberta has 31,400 kilometers of highways. Stats Canada says that represents 28% of all the highways mm-hmm. in Canada. So Think take, about that. Take a listen to this. So uh, Ron Glenn, who is the CEO of Alberta Road Builder and, and uh, the Heavy Construction Association, had this to say because they're putting out, uh, hey, we need to be looking at this mm-hmm. right now, everybody. Oh. Of infrastructure, and that's gone back polling over the last 20 years. They understand the value, and we all want to see a better road system. And Albertans take a lot of pride in their uh, highway system here. But over the last 20 years, the existing system has degraded uh, simply because not enough uh, uh, attention has been paid to the rehabilitation of the existing network. So Stats Canada uh, finally uh, released uh, some information last year that compared all provinces sort of on an equal basis so we could finally figure out the um, how certain provinces classify quality and it's based on consistent uh, measurements across Canada and unfortunately Alberta has now got the highest percentage of roads in poor condition. Is that right? According to Saskan data, yes. Like, we're like now basically at, the worst highways in Canada? Well, we have now the highest uh, proportion of highways in the poor condition. Uh, 15.6% of our highways are considered to be in poor condition. And that means they require intervention. And what we've uh, been noticing as basically your frontline workers on the highway system is that the uh, rehabilitation and maintenance of the system has not kept pace and we're starting to see a real degradation. And what people will see is they'll see cracks in the highway and wonder why the road's getting a little bit rougher. But what that's telling us is that it's just like a roof. And if your roof isn't good and it's cracked and there are shingles missing, water's getting in and it's starting to do real damage to the expensive part of your house. And that's what's happening over the last uh, 20 years or so. So just quickly to put a number to it, 15.6% of the highways in Alberta are considered to be in poor condition. That's what he was referring to. That compares to 11.5% for Saskatchewan and 3% for B.C. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.